Good evening and welcome to the New Haven House of Prayer. I'm Pastor James McCormick and I wanted to do this live service, which we are also recording on podcast um, for all to enjoy. And I want to let you folks know that, you know, that, that God loves you. And I know everybody's going through a bunch of difficult things right now, but understand that God is listening. He's also watching and he's watching us to make sure that we're living our lives in a proper way and doing the right thing. And we're going to be in the book of Matthew chapter seven. It's a very important book, Matthew chapter seven, um, in this chapter, because it talks about judging. It talks about false prophets. It talks about hypocrisy. And I think if there's anything that we could all use a lesson on, and that's a lesson out of the book of Matthew chapter 7, because it's going to help us to deal with our day-to-day lives. So understand that the New Haven House of Prayer, you know, we are a ministry that focuses on, you know, how can you you know, utilize God's teachings and the Bible for your everyday life. You know, so what are these things that you are doing that you could do better? And some of the things that maybe we can work together on um, as, uh, as, as members of, of Christ's church. And understand, God is in control of everything, folks. We have to learn how to understand his will. And the first thing is we have to understand his word. And we have to put ourselves in a position to where we love more. We hate none. You know, the only thing you're supposed to hate sin, not the sinner. And unfortunately, you know, we see a lot of this hatred and and just meanness going on around this world that we have to deal with and we have to address. And we as preachers, we as teachers, we as ministers... You know, we have an obligation. Now, whether or not this this is a free gift, you know, that God gave us for the salvation uh, that is found through, you know, following Jesus Christ. We just celebrated the birth of Christ. On on that day, you know, we had a bombing in, in Nashville, Tennessee. Who did it? I don't know. But I can tell you this, that there is nothing righteous about that. Not a single thing. And we have to be able to not just judge people, but to try to understand people more because there is just so much going on in this country. So my focus is going to be on the country. My focus is going to be on, you know, those that are watching and listening. And we're going to get some of the ministry in. But before we do that, let's go to the Lord in prayer right now. Our Heavenly Father, we come to you today and we ask for your mercy and your strength. We give you thanks for this day and the many blessings you've already given us, our life and our ability to be here, to be able to listen, to be able to work together, Lord. We ask for grace upon us and a healing hand over our entire world for those that are suffering from sickness and plagues and illnesses and those many things that we have not really spoke about because of the issues with COVID. You know, there's still the issues with cancer. There's still the issues with high blood pressure, addictions, diabetes, and everything else imaginable, Lord. We ask that you deal with these things and you address these needs of everyone that needs them now. And that you protect us, Lord. And you be with us in this service today as we go into the book of Matthew. 
and that you be with the New Haven House of Prayer and with our ministry, with the Raising Cain Farms ministry and the things that we do, the the loving faith consignment, the ability for us to reach out to others, to help others, to spread the message, to spread the gospel, to spread the truth, and to work together. And it is in Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. God bless you and thank you for coming here today. The book of Matthew chapter 7 verse 1 starts out very, very right to the point. Judge not that ye may not be judged. Okay, so what is Christ saying? This is Jesus Christ is saying, don't judge anyone unless you want to be judged yourself. So let's just cut right to the chase on this. A lot of folks are throwing stones out there uh, across our country and around our world at each other about certain things. And they're saying, you're wrong. You're wrong for this. You're wrong for the way you live or you're wrong for the way that you speak. But Christ clearly tells us not to judge people. We also, you can look it up in the book of Romans, chapter 14, verse 3, 1 Corinthians 4, 3, and 4 as well, when it talks about judgment. Judgment. Judgment means, a lot of cases, people that are being hypocritical. They are saying, don't do this because, you know, and you're doing the same thing. It's like an alcoholic telling someone to not drink. You know, you think that you're hiding your sin, but you're not hiding your sin. You're just simply putting out a judgment for others. And it says, For with what judgment ye judge, ye shall be judged, and with what measure ye meet, it shall be measured to you again. We see the political divide in the country. People are saying, hang this person or hang that person. People are talking civil war and all kinds of craziness. Understand that when you talk about that, when you talk about judging and judgment and the the pain that you're wanting to put on other people, especially your fellow Americans, that Christ says that what measure ye meet, what mean what you do, it shall be measured to you again. So you're going to get what you give. That's the reality of it. And it talks about, Why beholdest thou the mote that is in thy brother's eye, but consider not the beam that is in thine own eye? So, You know, we used to have a saying, uh, clean your own porch before you try to clean your neighbor's porch. So what does that mean? That means that when you're judging someone for doing something, whatever it is, you know, uh, maybe you espouse to be pro-life, but you don't espouse to be pro-whole life. You become pro-birth and you become pro, you know, the life that you think. Maybe you don't think that that person's life has value. When it does have value, all life has value. And you say, well, that person is a this or a that. They don't deserve God's grace or God's dignity. You're not the judge. You can't do that. That's not your place to do that. You need to take care of your own problems first before you try to go after and judge others. You know, we see this a lot. Even people, you know, that that look at churches and, and are judging churches. Judges are church. You know, we've had people go out and make, you know, uh, you know, ridiculous videos, you know, that really just made themselves look, you know, really insane, for a lack of better terms, because it's like you cannot go around talking all of this bad stuff about other people when you yourself have got problems that go well beyond 
what you are going after the others for. You know, it's like telling people to to not, you know, um, it's like people complaining about those that are on a disability check or a payment and they themselves get the same thing. You know, just because you get it and work doesn't make you any better or any worse. So it's about judging, hurting people. And it says, Or wilt thou say to thy brother, Let me pull out the moat out of thine own eye, and behold, a beam is in my own eye. So let me go down and let me judge you and talk bad about you. Maybe Maybe it's about your kids. You know, you're talking bad about somebody else's children and your own children are running all over town tearing stuff up. You think that they're better because of their name. You think that it's because them and not you. You know, you really got to think about the... Christ is pointing out hypocrisy here. Hypocrisy. You are telling someone or trying to judge someone for something you're doing yourself. If you walk in and you're smoking a cigarette and say, I can't believe that you're, you know, that, that you're smoking a cigarette or vice versa. You're standing there and you're, you know, eating a cheeseburger, you know, and you're, uh, you know, whatever. Uh, and, and, and you're talking about somebody else being a glutton. Those are the things that are called hypocrisy. You know, making fun of someone. You know, trying to hurt their feelings. You know, the political divide in this nation has has absolutely had to become a topic in churches just because it is now stepping in to God's territory, which it's all God's territory, but it's really stepping into it because I'm seeing preachers and teachers and ministers of faith that are telling people that if you don't vote a certain way, you can't go to heaven. That's the most ridiculous thing. Of, that makes you a hypocrite when you do that. You cannot do that. You really can't do that. You can talk about the, the scripture and all of these things, but it says, Thou hypocrite, first cast out the beam out of thine own eye, then shalt thou see clearly to cast out the moat out of thy brother's eye. And people want to argue. Argue, argue, argue this it's the truth. Simple as that. It's the truth. Nobody except for Jesus Christ is perfect. And they hung him on a cross, okay? That's what happened. And that's the reality of it. Um, but because of that death, burial, and resurrection, we're able to be forgiven for our sins. And we have plenty of sins to be forgiven for. You know, we have to be careful how we talk about other people. And people will judge you. They'll judge me. They'll say, well, you shouldn't, you know, you shouldn't talk to those people. I'm supposed to minister to all, every living thing. Let me tell you, what Christ wants us to do is to take the message to everywhere. And yes, that includes people that you think are lost, you think are for forgotten, you think don't have a chance. It's not for you to judge that person. And if you just constantly throw out epithets and, and nastiness and hatefulness, you know what I mean, to people, you're never going to minister to the lost souls that need it. 
They made fun of Jesus Christ because of the people that he hung around with. They said, he's hanging out with sinners. He's hanging out with whores. He's hanging out with tax collectors. He's hanging out with, with uh, uh, you know, everything, everything imaginable. And Christ was with them and he told them, said, look, it's the sick that need the physician. It's the people that, and he's not saying that he's going out. He's going out really trying to help these people, his whole ministry is about helping people that have fallen. Every bit of it. It's all about you and me. We've all failed. We've all got sin. Don't sit there and think that you don't have sin because you do. You think evil thoughts. You think ugly things. You do ugly things. Just because you do it on Facebook or on Twitter under some, you know, uh, fake account or fake name, doesn't. don't think for one minute that Christ is not watching, because he is. So before you start judging other people, you know, fix your own problems that you have. And there are many. We all have many problems. We can look in the mirror. We can see our problems every day, whether they be physical, whether they be emotional, but they're mainly spiritual, mainly spiritual. So we have to take care of ourselves first. And then we go out and we help and encourage people. So it says, it talks about, thou hypocrite, first cast out the beam out of thine own eye, then thou shalt be able to see clearly. Once we get our life in order, then we can see more clearly to be able to help other people. You know, it's like, if I was an alcoholic, I could not run the Alcoholic Anonymous class to teach you about getting off alcohol when I got that problem. Just ain't gonna happen. Just not going to happen. Okay? You cannot do that. That is hypocrisy. <clears throat> Verse 6 goes on to say, Give not that which is holy unto the dogs, neither cast ye your pearls before swine, lest they trample them under their feet and turn again and rend you. So a lot of people will grab this and they'll say, That's why that we should just not even talk to these people. You don't even try to minister to those people. Who are those people? Every person that walks the earth is one of God's children, whether or not they are within the way or whether or not they are just blatant, outright devils and sinners. God loves them too. And he causes it to rain on the just and the unjust. And we bring a lot of extra rain down. You want to know why? Because we're too busy trying to judge other people or to politicize the gospel of Jesus Christ to make it something that it's not. It is not all about getting a president elected or reelected. I'm sorry, folks, but that's not what it's about. It's about soul winning and soul saving and getting people to live a life that's righteous. And until you see that and do that, you cannot, and I repeat, you cannot Judge others for the things that you're doing. It's not righteous to go out and to, to you know, uh, when you're given your message, to give it in such a way that it's so filled with hatred and, and just, oh, you know, if you're doing this, you're going to go to hell. You're going to do these things, you know. You go to hell for being what? A Christ rejecter. That's what you go to hell for. People say, well, that person's a homosexual. That person's a this. Do you not think that God is good enough to save all people? Is that what you're saying? 
Now, if a person falls on a reprobate mind, people say, now he's talking. No, I'm talking about you too. I'm talking about those people that have fell upon a reprobate mind where they can't see that being mean to people is not winning them over to Christ. So when we talk about not giving our pearls and, and before the swine, that means that there does come a time when we minister and it, and it means that some people just won't get the message. And let me tell you, some of those people are Bible-thumping people that talk about being saved and washed in the blood of Jesus Christ, and yet they live a lifestyle that is so contrary to Jesus Christ that it is foreign. Don't like it. Okay? So sometimes those are the swine too. And that's a bad thing, folks. We have to get beyond that. It goes on to say, Ask and it shall be given. Seek and ye shall find. Knock and it shall be opened unto you. So here's what Christ is saying. Ask for what you need. Look for, look for God's love, grace, and mercy. Okay? And seek those things and do those things which are righteous and God will reward you. He will. And again, people are like, man, you know, I'm telling you right now, it's not about this presidential election. Please get that, just get out of that nonsense. We've got every other day to deal with that. But yet I'll open up or I turn it on a, a, a radio station and it's always reverts back to that. So it's like, okay, let me give you what Christ says. I want to tell you what Christ says. Does Christ say to stand in the street and throw rocks at each other? No, I believe that he stopped some people from stoning an adulteress. And while a lot of people don't like that, understand that Christ ceased that by simply asking a simple question and saying, look, let him who hath no sin cast the first stone. And nobody, nobody could pick up a stone and throw it. You know why? Because they're all ate up with the sin. So it doesn't matter what side of that you're on. I don't care. You need to be on this side, the side of righteousness and, and, and justice and truthfulness. We all have been to school with people. You know, you can't talk to them. You know, um, but you can ask for help and you can try to get help for them. And it says, For everyone that asketh receiveth, and he that seeketh findeth, and to him that knocketh it shall be opened. Or what man is there of you whom if his son ask bread, will he give him a stone? Look, God is our Father in heaven. If we ask him to help us, and believe me, I pray to God every day to ask us to get us through this coronavirus, to get us through this ridiculous election, and, and the back and forth, and the hatred that goes between... People are judging people daily on, on Twitter and Facebook. And I'm telling you, telling you right now, okay, wrong is wrong and right is right. I don't care who does it. I don't care if you're a Republican, a Democrat, uh, independent, gay, straight, black, white. It doesn't matter to me. You either do the right thing or you do the wrong thing. If you do the wrong thing, then understand that you have to answer for that. I'm not judging you for the wrong that you do. But if you do something that is outrageous, 
I have a obligation to tell you privily. And that's why a lot of folks I send a private message to before it gets way blown out. Okay, we do that a lot. People that watch this service and people that know me know that and can testify to that fact. Never does it just automatically blow up into the outside world. Generally, people bring it to that level. So God is, we ask God for something, he gives it to us, okay? We have to tell the truth about these things. And it says, or if he asks for a fish, will he give him a serpent? If ye then, being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your Father, which is in heaven, give good things to them that ask for them? But you got to ask for the right things. you got to ask for the right things. You can't ask for everything. You can't sit in there and say, well, you know, give me lots of money and, and I want my all only my political candidates to win. Um, uh, you know, you ask for some ridiculous uh, uh, thing, you know what I mean, that, that really is not even godly or just, you know, asking for people to die, asking for people to suffer. Those things are not righteous. You know what I mean? Those are not righteous. So we have to ask for the right thing. So if we know how, if our kids come up to us, and I mean, even some of the most, you know, and even in this day, I, I don't know. I mean, I think that there's people that are that are evil and wicked. Believe me, I do. And I believe that there are some people that have children that are evil and wicked to their children. And believe me, I, I know that. But But generally, even the worst of parents will try to do something good for their kids. So imagine how much more God will do for us if we ask him for it. So we should all be asking for peace in this country right now. And if you're not, then, and you're sitting in church on Sunday and you're just, and you're just chomping at the bit to get out and shoot somebody or do something bad to somebody, then you really don't need to be sitting in God's church feeling that way. I'm just being very honest with you. Nowhere should we be doing that. But, of course, some churches you go to and you get it and you feel good about that. You know, they make you feel good about that. So I'm going to talk about that too. Therefore, all things whatsoever ye would that men do to you, you should do to them. Okay? So do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Would you throw nails? You want somebody to throw nails in your driveway? You want somebody to constantly cuss and berate you uh, in social media? Do you want people to set up and, and to trespass on your property? Do you want people to, you know, to, to plot and plan to hurt, kill, or destroy something that you love? Then if you don't want that to happen to you, then don't do that to other people. This is how we prevent warfare. You know, this is how we prevent wars. We really need to learn how to be more preventative when it comes to wars and hatred. We really do. Enter ye in the straight gate, for wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction. Okay? And many are there, be which go to, to threat. Okay, go in threat. Because straight is the gate, and narrow is the way which leadeth unto life. And few there be that find it. So very few people, this is what the Bible's saying, look, you have to look for the right pathway. And it's not going to be this great big wide open. It's not going to be the easy way. Believe me, it's hard to say you're sorry. It's hard to say, to just say nothing in some cases is the best thing. To shut your mouth and say nothing. 
Turn the news off. If you can't take it, get off of it. But do not, do not expect to do unto other people and not to have that done to you or your children even. <sighs> Find the straight because straight is, is the gate and narrow is the way. Find that way to peace. 15. Beware of false prophets which come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they're ravening wolves. How many times, how many times has any of you, any of you, been on this service and heard me say, you know what, if you just stroke that check for $1,000, we need all the money you can send us. I say, if you feel, if you feel a need in your heart to donate to the New Haven House of Prayer, you can write a check and you can send it to P.O. Box 883 New Haven, West Virginia 25265. But if you don't, then my gift, my gift and our blessing is you receiving the word and simply watching and sharing this program. Or how many times have you heard us come out and preach for anything that's destructive? We need to fight people. We need to get in the streets and tear it up. No, you don't. You need to stop. You need to back down. And you need to learn to live as humble, compassionate Christians. It doesn't mean you're a walking mat. I've done told this a thousand times. You can defend your home, defend your family and all these things, but stop looking for trouble because trouble will find you. And false prophets are all over the place preaching this doctrine of hatred. It's just not existing. It's not anywhere, anywhere does it exist. Yes, I can go to the Old Testament. I can tell you about warriors. I can tell you about David killing Goliath and how he struck him with a stone then climbed up on top of him, took his own sword off out and cut his head off and held it up for all to see. That's, that's true. That really happened. But understand, Christ came to bring us together, okay? It doesn't mean that we don't defend ourselves and fight when we need to, but don't go looking for trouble. And watch out for false prophets. Beware. If they're trying to turn you up to get as much money as they can out of you, and it's like, man, it's like they're taking up the offering again, Taking up the offering again. I'm not saying that it's not okay to give offering. I'm not saying it's not okay to tithe. I'm not saying that at all. I think those are good, righteous things. But those are things that you do. I shouldn't have to ask you to do it. And nor should those... They shouldn't spend a 30-minute segment begging you to send them a check. And then you see them getting on saying, ha, 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 you know, just going crazy about things. And getting so deeply involved in politics that they've forgotten all about, you know, that the church is supposed... Look, I don't want a school teacher teaching my children about the love of God and Christ. I don't. And people say, oh, I want them to be able to pray in, in school. And they do. They can do that. I want them to be able to, to not be abused or picked on if they decide to carry a Bible in their book bag. 
That they should be able to do. But do I want a teacher, a t- especially after seeing some of the things that I'm seeing now out of some of these people, these false prophets? <sighs> no, thank you. We will go over the Bible here in our home and in our church where it should be taught. You need to get your family up and get them into church. Now it's made easy. You don't even have to leave your home. You just have to turn on Facebook or on some sort of a a podcast. You can do that, okay? Just remember that, folks, that God loves you, and so do I, and so do I. And we're going to go into the second segment of this service here momentarily, but we're going to stop our podcast right now, and then we're going to go back into the chapter 7, and then we will you know, finish this up with the podcast later.